podcast, The Life of a Bon Vivant, Manifesting Your Paris Dreams and More. I'm your host, Bita Hashampour. This podcast is designed to inspire, elevate, and help you step into the abundant life you deserve, whether that's in Paris or anywhere else in the world. another episode of the Life of a Bon Vivant podcast. So I wanted to talk about um, a post that I put up on Instagram. And it was interesting because I just put up this post thinking it might be helpful. Um, It's something that, you know, I personally sort of planned and followed out for myself many a times. And it was interesting to see all the positive reaction I got to and all the views and the amount of times people saved this post, which, you know, you can all see in your Instagram analytics. Um, And the post I'm referring to is a post that I created on how you can eat a croissant in your day, even on a healthy eating plan. So I'll you know, dive into exactly what that entailed and what I wrote in the post. But just to give a little context, I shared as well in my Instagram stories this week that um, first I asked who struggles to lose weight, who struggles to maintain their weight loss, or who's just really good with their weight and fitness program and doesn't have any problems. And the results came out pretty much as I expected with the majority of people struggling to lose weight. Um, the next big you know, chunk of people basically struggle to maintain their weight loss. And then the smaller group said that they were totally cool with their weight loss program right now and their health and fitness basically. And I just share that because, of course, this time of the year with summer, there's a lot of talk about, you know, getting in shape, being beach body ready, so to speak, you know. And I felt like it was a good time to really pull people and see, you know, where people fell on the spectrum. Because personally, For me, I know when I was really young, when I was a little kid, I was really small. I'm still a small person, but I was just naturally really slim. And I probably was like that up until I went through puberty in middle school. That's when everything sort of changed and my body changed. And no longer was I able to eat you know, a fudge bar out of the freezer and not have it affect me. Um, But I had to completely change the way I approached food. And the thing is, is I've never been someone who has had a really tumultuous relationship with food, I would say. I'm someone that's always eaten pretty balanced, pretty well within my portions. But I am someone that if I eat a little more than I should be or not the right foods, then I definitely see that effect, you know, in my body and in my health, just 
genetics, you know, um, my sister, on the other hand, was always really, really slim uh, through her, I would say, um, 20s. It wasn't until she hit her 30s that she started going through what I had experienced, like I said, in middle school, where she could see the changes in her body and in her health. And um, she she started paying attention to what she was eating, too. So for me, I shared in my Instagram stories that what I've used um, pretty much since 2020 is the WW app, which is formerly known as Weight Watchers. Uh, In my 20s, I found it really easy to just kind of cut down on portion size a little bit. And I was working out a lot. I was going to these really great classes at my local gym that I'd gotten into. I had an awesome teacher and working out really hard. And that combo kept me really fit. But I found that as I went into my 30s, it became more about diet rather than the exercise part. And It's funny enough because the teacher that I had in those gym classes back in the day told me that very thing. She said, you know, 80% of any kind of weight loss or weight maintenance comes down to your food and then the rest is exercise. So the exercise, I love doing it. I still do it. I do cardio like every other day and on the days when I'm not, you know, doing cardio by going on the treadmill or walking outside, I'm doing uh, strength training at home. And I just basically use them YouTube videos to do that. But I do all of that for just being heart healthy and, you know, avoiding muscle atrophy as I age. When it comes to the diet part, that's a whole different thing. And maintaining weight, losing weight. I know through 2020, I basically had gained pretty much 10 pounds from the pandemic, just not really moving, not really doing much, eating, you know, snacks all day, making cheese boards and having that with wine at night, you know, there wasn't much to do. And I was pretty much just, you know, having fun, like eating crazy snacks. And like I said, doing all these little charcuterie and cheese boards for myself. And definitely I felt the effects uh, at the end of the year. And so I decided to get serious uh, at the start of 2021. Um, I ordered a compact treadmill and I put that up in my room. And at first I was just going on the treadmill. And then interestingly enough, a lot of my Everyday France members, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Everyday France is an online community that I started for people who love all things French. And basically, I started this community and had these members in there who were all sort of on the same wavelength, trying to get, you know, healthy at the start of the new year, you know how it goes. And a lot of them were doing WW. And so what I started doing for them was I downloaded the app, I bought the program so that I could have the app. And I put in the recipes I was sharing in the community with them into the app, so that I could let them know how many points the different recipes were. So I would say like, hey, this, you know, homemade flatbread tonight was whatever, eight points. And that was helpful for them. But it was also helpful for me to understand 
how nutritionally beneficial the foods I was creating were. And I started getting into it and I found the app really easy to use. So I started using it for myself and I started sort of tracking the you know, foods I was eating throughout the day. And I was thankfully through the WW app able to lose those 10 pounds without it really being very hard at all. And um, I say that because 10 pounds might be like, eh, whatever to some people, but when you're already a smaller person, 10 pounds is a lot. Even five pounds can be a lot on a small frame. And it's often those five pounds, those 10 pounds, like that when you're near the, you know, so-called finish line or the end, when you're near where your body is comfortable to be at, those final pounds always feel like it's so hard to shed, right? But the app made it pretty easy. And what I loved about the WW app, and I'm in no way affiliated with them, I'm just sharing my personal experience here. Um, For me, I found that it was really great at encouraging me to eat more whole foods. So just as a quick example, you know, when it hits three or four o'clock, I usually find myself kind of slumping, you know, wanting a little sweet treat or something with a cup of coffee. And it was my habit to do that. But I'd also be having like a sweet treat after dinner too. So what I did was instead, I knew like, okay, well, the WW app tells you all fruits are zero points, meaning like you don't have to track those. You don't have to track lean proteins, fish, beans, lentils, Um, obviously vegetables, fruits, um, eggs, these are some things you don't have to track. So because of that, um, I would pick up instead an apple or if it was like summertime, like right now, a peach, and I would eat that knowing like, okay, well, I can eat this and it's sweet and it will keep me full until dinner time um, without, you know, having to track any points. So I really loved that it pushed me to eat healthier. It was pushing me to eat lean proteins and fish, which is something that personally I should be doing anyways, because I do have um, history in my family of heart disease. And so it's really important for me to make sure I'm always watching my heart health and cholesterol. And so I love the app and pretty much used it until I went to Paris. When I went to Paris, I, one, found it a little bit difficult to track some of the foods I was eating because I was eating out so much. I was eating out at a lot of cafes. But thankfully, uh, because I walked so much, I was walking like 20,000 steps a day in Paris, and the food is relatively clean in France, I didn't really gain that much weight back. It was probably about four pounds uh, while I was there. So it was okay. Um, It wasn't until I came back home, back to the States, and started eating food in the States again that I gained a few more. And then I was like, okay, I need to get back on the app. And I did, and it's been great. You know, I love being on it. It's really easy. I hardly have to track stuff. It just makes me a thoughtful planner, which leads me to my Instagram post. The Instagram post was basically 
how to eat a croissant in a day. And what I did is provided a sample meal plan of how I would eat a croissant and still eat, you know, healthy foods and be on a healthy diet where I'm motivated to either lose weight or maintain my weight. And basically the way that I created the plan was I use the WW app to help guide me over or around what is nutritionally beneficial. So when you do that, it's easy because you're thinking about how do I build meals around whole foods, real foods, and avoid as much of the processed stuff as I can. And it's not to say that all food that has gone through processes is bad. Like I still have, you know, shredded cheese from a bag. It's not that that's bad per se. It's just that that's more there for the taste. It doesn't really do much for you nutritionally. It's far better to have like some Greek yogurt for your dairy versus cheese in that format. So because of this, uh, what I did was I crafted a plan and I said for breakfast, you could easily enjoy a croissant with a scrambled egg and a side of fresh fruit and a cup of coffee. And if you're someone that normally likes to add in creamer, um, you can do that, add in a little bit, but it's far better if you can get yourself used to adding instead some milk or even better, like unsweetened almond milk. Uh, I know oat milk is really popular, but it's actually pretty caloric. Um, and I don't like to use the word caloric because calories aren't everything. But what I mean is that it doesn't offer as lean of a product as like almond milk does. So you could do that. And then for lunch, you could have a Southwestern salad, which I basically described as um, some greens. It could be shredded romaine. Um, if you like mixed greens, you could do that. But you could do shredded romaine with black beans, chicken, tomatoes. Um, let's see, I think I said uh, some avocado, like one fourth an avocado. You could have some grilled corn, just shave that, you know, off the cob and add that in. And um, of course, beverage of choice, preferably water or sparkling water is great. And then for dinner, you could have salmon, baked salmon with veggies. I displayed it as a salmon baked on papillot, which is like uh, basically salmon baked in a piece of parchment paper, but you could just do like baked salmon on a sheet, you know, with vegetables and serve that with a cup of rice on the side with water. And then you can even have dessert, which I suggested as a yogurt, um, frozen yogurt treat. So like a frozen yogurt bar. Uh, Yasso is a brand that I love. Again, I'm not affiliated with them. I just love them. It's spelled Y-A-S-S-O. And uh, they make some really yummy like frozen uh, yogurt uh, sandwich bars and just like the bars that are on a stick as well. So all of this would fit into healthy eating. If you're someone who's like me, who uses the WW app, then uh, it would definitely fit into like a 
day for me who has probably a stricter point limit per day because um, like I said, I'm on the smaller side. If you're just starting your weight loss journey, then you probably have some more points, but it's just to say that all of this would be possible on a healthy eating plan. And I think that the post was really popular because a lot of times in American culture, we think you can't have carbs. You can't have a croissant and be on a healthy diet. You can't have a croissant and be slim. And it's just like so many women I see struggle with this idea of having, I don't know what it is about carbs, but bread or dessert or anything of that nature. And they think if I eat that, then I will just ruin either ruin all my progress or, you know, ruin my diet, gain five pounds right there instantly from eating that croissant. And it's just not true. And I think that when I laid it out like that, that, hey, this is all the stuff you can eat in the day, even if you have a croissant in the morning, it was a little bit eye-opening for some people. And it was fun for me to see just the reaction, how many people uh, were drawn to that post and and saved it, I guess, to, you know, look back on if they, they do decide to have a croissant on the weekend or something, maybe they'll copy that meal plan. Um, but it's something that I do for myself, even every week, I plan out the meals that I want to eat because, you know, before even trying to manage my weight through WW, I was planning out meals each week anyways. And now I just love it because I'm much more intentional about what I'm eating. So, you know, I think to myself, okay, like, you know, Tuesday, it's taco Tuesday night. I want to go have a couple of tacos with friends. So what's something lighter that I can eat at lunch that's more healthful than, you know, some guacamole and a margarita at night? You know, what can I eat at lunchtime that will help me get in my greens and like all the um, healthful things that my body really actually needs? Because the margarita is good. We need the margaritas. They add pleasure to our life. You need the fun stuff, but you also need the stuff that's nutritionally beneficial. And I guess I would just wrap up this episode just telling you that if in your mind you think of foods as good or bad, or you've had this experience growing up where you were taught like that's a bad food or this is a good food, I would you know, recommend that you start thinking about it in the way of what foods are nutritionally, again, beneficial and have something to give me and offer me and which foods not so much. Because some foods just offer pleasure and that's fine. We need that. Without that, pretty much your diet won't be sustainable. If you cut out cookies and cakes and margaritas and, you know, tortilla chips and all this stuff, then you're not going to maintain that diet. It's got to be a lifestyle you can sustain. But we don't need to look at those foods as bad. It's just a matter of like, well, like I said, a margarita, it's not going to do much for my body at all. I mean, it makes me happy. I enjoy that, but it's not fueling my body. It's not giving any of the nutrients my body needs. So what can I eat that's going to give me that? 
and looking at it in that sort of perspective. And when you do, you'll naturally start to get into this rhythm where those foods that are nutritionally lacking are a smaller part of your diet. So think about it. Uh, If you have any thoughts on this episode, I'd love to hear them. Please feel free to leave a review if you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Feel free to message me on Instagram. And if you do want to join Everyday France, I do share really great healthy French recipes in there. Some of them are not French, like it's not all French food, but um, I try to include the French recipes too, because of course, we're all Francophiles in there. Uh, But if you want to join that, you can head to the link in my show notes, or just head straight to everydayfrance.com slash membership. And you'll see a waitlist button there and you can join the waitlist. And as soon as doors open again, you'll be the first to know and be able to join in. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your week. For those of you in the States, happy 4th of July. Have fun and stay safe.